Hello and welcome back to the Key Arsenal podcast. It's episode 90 today. I hope you're all doing well. I'm your host, Matthew Key, and I'm delighted to be joined by two lovely co-hosts this evening. We've got Madeline and Dad. How are you both doing? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. Good, good. Um... Well, it's been a it's been a mixed week, really. Uh, obviously, knocks out of the the Europa League. We'll get into how we feel about that shortly. Um, I know I, I was was very disappointed, um, and I didn't go, unlike the the two of you. So, be interesting to hear the discussion on that. There was obviously mixed opinions about how seriously we should take it, build it in the build up. Um, but then we followed it up with a very nice win against Crystal Palace in a game that me and Dad both went to and have to say we're not particularly looking forward to for numerous reasons. Um, so it was really nice to win that and win that well. Um, obviously it's now international break as well, so a couple of weeks off for some of the boys. Obviously lots of them still um, go going off to their countries. That is if they don't pull out like it seems half the Premier League is but there you go um but we'll get into it and i will start with uh thursday um dad i'll start with you you're a massive fan of the europa league you're someone that's like me has wanted to win it for for years and years um obviously slightly different this year because of our league position it's not it wasn't the only thing we were we were left in but um very disappointing, wasn't it? Yeah, I think. Well, I'm I'm just desperate for win Arsenal to win something in Europe. If you're in the Europa League, well, try and win it. We put a reasonably strong team out, and I think the bit that really upsets me is we've gone out and we've got two injuries. If we'd have gone out and put the under twenty ones, I'd have gone. Well, not happy, but. At least we haven't picked up any injuries, but in this we've picked up injuries as well. So, um, yeah, really, I'm really disappointed. I also didn't want to be in a position where everything that your season now hinges on is winning the, the Premier League and that will be your marker of success now if you do or you don't. There's no middle ground now. If you come second, everyone's going to be disappointed and we'll have gone another season and we won't have won anything. So, yeah, I'll just, yeah, deeply, deeply disappointed we're out. Okay, we'll come to a bit more detail shortly. Madeline, um, for you, disappointment. I know you probably don't quite look at it um, with the same importance as, as Dad does, but it's still disappointing. Maybe I'm more disappointed we've spent that many years in it and uh, still haven't won it. Um, but I, I think it's... I think I do think it'll be something that we look back on at the end of the season. May like Dad might look back on it differently at the end of the season to how he does now, and I might look back on it at the end of the season differently to how I do now. I wasn't. It it didn't hit me the same way Olympiacos did, which admittedly was diff is difficult because that was one of the worst days I've had as an Arsenal fan. Um, I was more probably annoyed that we played that long and picked up those injuries and then not won, not gone through. Um, so, yeah, maybe not quite the same level of disappointment as Dad, um, but maybe I've suffered less European heartache than Dad has. Uh, well, actually, definitely, because I have no recollection of 2006. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it, it'll... 
I'll, I'll probably have to fully give you that answer at the end of the season if that's all right, Matthew. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, obviously, at the time it was horrible. Uh, for me now, it's still something I, I like you, and I'm afraid I'm going to look back on and think it was a it was a missed opportunity. Um, but yeah, you could also we got ten games to go at the minute in the in the league now, and you you could look at it and if we win the league, not really going to be that that fast, but. By the end of it, but it's it's the if factor, like you say, Madeline, that is sort of the bit that makes it difficult to judge. Um, it was obviously really competitive this year. Um, obviously, the likes of Barcelona and Juventus dropping into it made it look a lot harder than it had um, some years. For example, last year when you ended up with a Rangers um, Frankfurt final, you'd I mean, if it if it was sort of those level of teams still in it, they were, the, they were the best teams left. You really would look at it like it was a really, really big missed opportunity. Um, but obviously, had we got through on Thursday, it would have been Juventus twice, um, despite all their sort of financial issues and what have you, they've started to look good again, started to, to win a lot of games. And then obviously Man United are over two legs and given how competitive the first two games are, um, you would have been worried having to play them twice between a game against in the, in the Premier League at, at the weekend as well. So yeah, it, it's difficult to to talk talk about now, but I I'm with you, Madeline, that the the injuries were were the real problem. Because as you say, Dad, um, the team was was competitive, and if you look at it on paper, good enough to beat to beat that Sporting Lisbon team, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. When you looked at the team, you thought, "Yeah, we're going for a win." There was only really party, Odegaard. Can't really think. Oh, and Saka, who was on the bench, that you you thought well would make the team better than it was. Um, and in, in fairness, I do think that the two injuries happening so early had a big a big effect on the way Arteta probably wanted to to have the game. He'd clearly made his mind up before he started. He was going to give Jesus 45 minutes. And we, none of us would have been happy if he'd have asked him to play more. So having gone down that path to lose two of your substitutions in the first 10, 15 minutes, whatever it was, gives you a real problem knowing you're going to have to make another change at half time so your options then are limited um and uh, that's no excuse for for what happened in fairness i i thought sporting lisbon were very good they've given us two real real good games um you might say we didn't really create enough but we did with when Party and Odegaard came on, we suddenly looked a completely different team. And Saka, um, we still had with the extra time three quarters of an hour to win it. We didn't. Goalkeeper played reasonably well, but yeah, I don't know. It was a it was a strong enough team you'd have thought to win it. They're a very good side, actually, Sporting Lisbon. But they, they're another side who'd been in the Champions League, weren't they? Um, and they're a team that have got nothing to play for on a weekend. So that never helps you. Go on, Madeline, you went as well. Yeah, I thought obviously their goal 
is an absolute joke of a finish. Um, there's not really much you can do about that. Um, as you say, we looked better when the substitution had been made. Um, and as you say, obviously, two subs having to be made and one pre-planned. I have a feeling Jesus was probably meant to actually get an hour. Um, and because you've only got a certain amount of slots to make the subs in, um, it got made at half-time. Um, I think... Yeah, I, I do also think after maybe the injuries, as a player, you may be looking and going, I could really do with not getting injured tonight. Um, especially after the Saliba one. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty even. We We didn't really... The whole performance was probably a bit flat. Um, I thought there was players who looked good in, in spells, but no one that had a good 90 minutes. Um, I didn't really... I didn't, I didn't come away th feeling like we deserved to win. When it comes to penalties, it, it's a bit of chance. Um, so, on the night, probably fair. They did look a bit like they wanted to go through more. Um, so, fair play to them and hopefully they win it because that would mean Man United don't win it. So, that would be convenient. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and let's say, uh, I think they're they're definitely capable. I mean, when you when you looked at the the teams that we could have got for that sort of weird um, second place in the group versus third place in the Champions League, at the end of that round, there was not really a team that you thought, oh, yeah, give me them. I, I fancy playing them. It was it was it was absolutely horrible. Um, just sort of shows that. Um, it, it it has been getting better, and teams are are certainly treating it more and more seriously than f sort of three four years ago. Whether that's because there's now an even worse tournament than the Europa League, um, I don't know. But yeah, I I mean I've now unfollowed the Europa League Twitter account. Uh, I don't want to see any the the tweets of teams that are going to go on and win it, and hopefully we won't be in it next year. So. Hopefully, I can get rid of that for a for a few years at least. Um, but yeah, you mentioned the injuries, Dad. It's not just about sort of the, the caliber of players. I suppose it's it's position as well. Um, obviously, you never really want to. Uh, would you start with a centre back partnership? You don't really want to ever swap that when the game's in the balance. And obviously, Tommy Asu would have been written in to play the, the full 90 minutes if possible yeah I mean fortunately Ben White has um, managed to annoy Gareth Southgate enough that he's never going to be picked for England so um, hopefully Ben's getting a bit of a rest this week but he basically knows he's playing every game no matter what the, next, the, the 10 remaining games Saliba, that that really worries me. I, you know, Rob did all right. We'll talk about Sunday later, but Rob did all right Sunday, and in fairness, did all right Thursday night. But when you look at the fixtures coming up, depending on how long Saliba's out, you've got, I'm going to say, very little cover, and you've got. An all right centre half as against a very good centre half, who's who's got pace and will stay on his feet. You know, you you always think with Rob, bless him, he's got a mistake in him. Although very good hair, Madeline. So um, yeah, I think we could have probably survived with 
Tommy being injured, but to lose Tommy and Saliba in one go, really not good. And I, I, you don't really see what they've said wrong with Saliba. You know, when when you watched, he walked down the tunnel as he pulled a muscle in his back. I have no idea. So we shall we shall see. But we've got. Liverpool looming quickly after that international break, um, which could be tricky without Saliba. Yeah. Um, coming away from it, what did you think? Uh, both think that the psychological damage would be obviously. Sort of as we said at that point, then you got all your eggs in the in the Premier League basket. Um, you played 120 minutes uh, before you've got a game Sunday, and you've you've lost out on on penalties, which is always incredibly hard. How did you two feel like the? How much? How much oh, is damage the right word? Or did did you think there would be any? sort of hangover from it, I suppose. Go on, Madeline, you know more about hangovers than me these days. <laughs> I think... Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I, I was wa- maybe worried about Martinelli. Um, maybe a little bit about Ramsdale. Um, but... I can I can see I could see it more draining them than having a long term effect. I think maybe I thought they were just gonna try and get through Palace and get three points. Um but also is that might be a more old fashioned way of looking at it. I've no doubt every single one of them then spent the next day talking to a sports psychologist who taught them through every individual pass that they made or whatever. So I was a bit worried that it might just drain them and just sort of exhausted them and that those that were that they might have looked just been looking forward to that break or, you know, whether it be on international duty or whether it be on just just having a week where you haven't got a game or whatever. Um, but also, clearly, it had sort of the opposite effect, where they almost felt like they had a point to prove. Martinelli, Martinelli certainly looked like he had a point to prove. Um, so maybe I sort of underestimated their character again. Um, but, yeah, I think it was probably convenient that there was an international break coming up. I think that's maybe come at the right time for them, for us, even though we have been on a good run. We probably have been in need of that break. Um, but I don't know what you think, Dad. Um, I'd, I'd say I was worried about Martinelli, but ironic, ironically on Sunday, he didn't... It was as if something hadn't happened. Um Ramsdale I wasn't <clears throat> bothered about. I think I was, in a way, although it sounds stupid, I was grateful we were at home. As against, they'd. Have, I don't know what would have happened if they'd been away, whether they'd have had to stay in Portugal and then come back on the Friday, which means you're thinking about it longer. Don't know. Um, so... And in, and in fairness to the team, you know, when they've had setbacks through the season, they've seemed to have managed to come back each time. Um, I don't know what what goes on in the background who talks them, but yeah, I, I think I was more bothered about the physical exertion as against the the long lasting mental effects apart from Martinelli who 
like they seem to come back at the weekend as if nothing had happened. So I don't know. That's just probably a bonus. Probably a bonus as well that the opponents we had at the weekend. And the fact we never get a penalty in the game, so no one had to worry about missing it, so that's never a problem. Yeah, very, very true. Um, yeah, I, I mean, just on, on Thursday, as someone that, that wasn't watching it, I, as soon as I heard all Martinelli stepping up, I didn't, I didn't feel confident for some reason. The others I sort of backed but I, I don't know I just just didn't have a good feeling about him and and so it so it proved um again he's been absolutely fantastic for us but Ramsdale doesn't inspire much confidence uh, confidence at saving them he's hardly Emmy Martinez between the sticks when it comes to saving penalties even if he does try no. some of some of the same tactics but there you go it's a it's a lottery isn't it and I think them taking first, you you immediately have that chance to put that, that psychological pressure on it, and so they did, and we were always them, chasing them taking after first, them. and them getting choice of ends. Did that? I didn't know. I didn't know they had the the right choice yeah. of end. There you go. Um, but yeah, I, as I said uh, earlier, we we. Me and Dad walked there on on Sunday. We weren't particularly confident. We hate playing against Palace. Um, at home, we hadn't beaten them since twenty seventeen. Uh, they just sacked their manager, which always does stupid things. And playing the hundred and twenty minutes, we, it was one that we were we were worried about. But um, we got to say, Dad, that. Well, again, it wasn't one of those lightning starts that we've seen a few times this season. We're very early um, in into our control of the game, passed it around nicely, and it was almost like we we'd had a week a week off, and that there was there didn't seem to be any um, hangover uh, whatsoever. No. No. No, the first 10 minutes weren't the best when Palace hit the post early on and it hit Mr Ramsdale on the back of the head or on the back and rolled wide after that. Fine. As I say, I think at the end of it, that was probably quite a good fixture for us in the context of fixtures coming up. Aside a little bit short on confidence, they've turned up without a manager. I'm not sure how the players really feel about that. Um, they were probably all sitting there looking forward to Woy being announced as the manager till the end of the season. So, um, yeah, I've no idea. Generally, Sunday was a very good display after that. So, yeah. Um, on just on Palace, did you think that? I, I suppose for a bit when we played Everton, I felt that they they'd come and they were they were slightly intimidated by us again. I think we've. Do you think we've sort of put? That fear factor back in teams, um, especially at, at home, um, which we we'd certainly lost for a few years because teams are rocking up thinking, "Oh, we can definitely get something here." Do you think there's that um, sort of, "Oh no, it's Arsenal" factor about us nowadays? Um, I don't actually think we've ever really had it in the time we've had at the Emirates. We teams would have gone there thinking we're hard to beat um, the, the better teams I don't really think since we've been at the Emirates there's ever been that sense of 
we're going to do well to get out of here with a point type thing. Um, certainly with the better teams. Um, so it goes back a, a long, long way. Um, I, in fairness, I, you know, you, you two have been there enough. You know, the, the difference this season with, with the way the crowd is behind the team, I, I certainly think adds something to the team at home. Um, you know, there's no moaning even when we go a goal behind. There's the, the crowd get behind the team all the time. So, you know, that must help a bit when you've got, we'll call it 50,000 people behind you and and you can hear it yeah absolutely it's something that we've obviously talked about um a lot this season uh madeline what was what was it like for you obviously the the game wasn't on telly so i i don't know what what you saw did you find a um a dodgy stream or did you just see see the highlights No, I was too busy taking a big fat W at Varsity, actually. Um, so I was not watching the game, nor did I find a dodgy stream. I did treat myself to match the day um, in the evening. Well, actually not that evening, the following evening. Um, and to be fair, as it was the only game, there was quite a lot of highlights from match of the day. Um, and quite a lot of analysis. Um, personally, I preferred it without the analysis because I could get to the pub for for the last call before it closed. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, I sort of got the impression we were dominating from literally just what I could read on Twitter and stuff. Um, uh, and... Yeah, I, I think sort of going back to that sort of fear factor thing, the the one I sort of looked at, obviously Zaha had that one chance, yeah, obviously the chance that Dad mentioned right at the beginning of the game. And I do always get the impression that players like Zaha, and he's not the only one, sort of come have in, in recent years come to the Emirates knowing that they can become the pantomime villain and they can be the the player that all the Arsenal fans are complaining about at the end of it because they've done something for their team. Um, and I don't, I didn't really get that sense that it, he was up for one of those days. Maybe he, he didn't feel like um, that was necessarily the case anymore. Maybe he didn't feel like the errors that we'd maybe been susceptible to before were, were still there. Um so, yeah, I think he, and I mean, they looked like a team that haven't won a game all year um, from what I saw and looked like a team that hadn't, um, that had scored, I think they've now scored three goals in 2023. Um, but, yeah, I, I think just, it, it was probably like, we sort of like that Fulham performance um, we just looked like we controlled it from front to back. Dad, you said Rob Holding was all right. I actually was going to give him more credit than that. I actually thought it was really good. Um, but obviously, I've only watched highlights. You you watched in the flash, no, he, so maybe he, he, was, he was he was he was probably he was better than okay. But it's hard to judge when when Palace were quite limited up top, but. And they weren't pressing him. And the bit that bothers me with Rob is when a, when a team puts a press on you. Because it's Mr. Hot Potato. I can't get rid of the ball quick enough. So, we shall see. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think that he was he was physical um, early on. Uh, Stuart Atwell let a lot go on the day, which... To be fair, um, let let go for both teams, so have have no problem problem with yeah. that. But on a different day, a, a different ref could have 
given out a couple couple fouls early. Uh, Palace might have put yeah. the pressure on um, to to book Rob early on. Obviously, it could could have been different there, but he obviously what well, it wasn't like that. And yeah, after one first couple of battles, the crowd really got behind him. Um, well, they not they weren't anyway, but you know what I mean. They sort sort of see that he was he was playing well. And yeah, then he he looked really comfortable. To be fair, in what you you have to say was overall one of the quietest um, displays they've had defensively. Um, Sinchenko was doing his normal. He was all over the place. Um, ben White had a really really good game. Uh, his best in in a while. Um, I think Gabriel was was obviously helping Rob having. Having him next to him would have would have helped Rob, um, and yeah, uh, he had a he had a he had a good game. It was it was good to see, and I say everyone everyone got behind him, um, and he even even got a bit fancy at the end when he when he pulled out a Cruyff turn to to great ovation. I can't remember who the poor Palace player that was that he did it to, but they're going to be having. Nightmares and thinking, how the hell have I let that happen to me? But there you go. Yeah, it was it was nice to see for for Rob to see him have a good game, um, and it just gives you that bit of confidence. Should um, he have to come on come on again, or but hope hopefully Saliba won't be out for too long. But we'll we will have to see. Um, but yeah, that was that was. What I thought of of Rob, um, you mentioned Martinelli earlier, Dad. Uh, the the fact he looked he looked really sharp, and that was that was emphasised uh, by his goal, which I have to say was not only taken brilliantly, but becoming a bit of a trademark for him. That sort of s- control, stop, yep. go, and and shoot. It's done so quickly that it I think it it catches defence and keeper off guard. Yeah, it was a, I'm going to say tidy finish. It was more than a tidy finish. It it was well made and really well finished. I mean, the, the proverbial thing of hit it across the keeper into the far post. Yep. Good finish. Good touch. Nothing wrong with it at all. Good, good finish. And, and that obviously, I, w- I would say that probably helped him as well. If he'd have fluffed that, maybe what had happened Thursday had have borne on his mind a bit, but it didn't. So good. Yeah, um, Madeline, as as a fellow winger back in your back in your day before you were before you were moved. Um, I say coming becoming a bit bit of a trademark. Um, both feet use, using both feet as well. Yeah, I don't think I ever had that finish in my locker. Certainly not with my weak foot. Um, I don't think I had it with my strong foot either. Um, no, I think I think it was quite important for him. Obviously, as we mentioned Thursday night. Um, but yeah, I think this year. He's been so clinical. Um, obviously, top goals. Is that 13 for the season now? Is that right? Or is that Saka? Saka on 12. Um, yeah, he's just... He does... He He's clearly suited better to playing with Trossard and Jesus than he, ha- than he has been with Eddie, um, which is something to think about, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, he looked really, really sharp. Um, the as well, I think the the confidence to shift the ball onto the weak foot, um, and just, I mean, I've I, I presume you've both seen the video of Ramsdale, um, but clearly something he's been working on. He's been doing it all season. Um, and yeah, I think probably the the confidence he needed after Thursday. Um, 
Yeah, I think. I always thought he'd be a centre-forward. I'm no longer so convinced. I think he might be too good as a winger. Um, but, yeah, no, really, really impressive. Um, and I think maybe he's got... a Not... Lost is... A, I feel like he hasn't maybe necessarily got the credit he, he's deserved this season, maybe because Saka's been so good and everything associated with Saka, but... He he has been outstanding, um, scored some really, really important goals. So, yeah, no, trademark finish, trademark man. Big fan, big fan. Yeah, and it, it leads us nicely to the, to the man you've just mentioned who assisted that goal. And, Dad, I, I quite like um, Tyreek Mitchell as a as a left-back. I think he's, he's really good uh, promising young left back, good already, yep. but plenty of room to improve. I think he could well be another one of the sort of Palace youth team that that goes on, gets a gets a big move and plays at a really high level. But cool, he won't have many more diff- many harder afternoons than the one that Saka gave him. One of his yep. best performances, and that's saying quite something. Yeah, I mean, weighed in with two really good goals. Two really good goals. Got an assist as well. So him and Martinelli both scored 13. I think Saka's now got 10 assists or something along those lines. 10, 9. Um, so, yeah. And and like you, I quite like Mitchell. Um he probably wishes Saka hadn't been playing, but there you go. It was um, he did get a bit of a torrid time, but he wasn't the only one who got a torrid time. So at least he didn't actually resort to just kicking the bloke all afternoon, unlike some other teams. So bit unlike the bloke at Sporting Lisbon. Absolutely horrendous. Honestly, that that is the only thing I've seen of that game was that just popped up, and I've oh my god, and yeah, I mean got got a second yellow. He was arguably a, a straight red anyway. The hundred eighteenth minute, and you're doing that. He didn't even have the ball in the attacking era. Weird, 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 weird. Um, yeah, uh, not not only. Stuck, stuck away two goals, Madeline. He's he's getting that that sort of iconic status. Um, even even Kim Kardashian's a fan. Strangest crossover ever. Like when I saw that on, in the car on Thursday night, my jaw just dropped. Not only at the fact that Kim Kardashian was at the Emirates, that one of Kim Kardashian's children's friends had a flipping Katie McCabe shirt on, which, by the way, might be the most random crossover yet. Um, and then, yeah, apparently Kim K's a big fan of, of Bakayo. I'm fuming, though, did offer her tickets to the Wolves game, right, as someone quite correctly pointed out. Where was she when we were getting battered? So, you know, I also, she's banned from that game because she's got some sort of hoodoo against her. Um so she can stay far away from that game. Um, but no, I think just... He's sort of done that thing that he does quite often where he has a few sort of sl- subpar performers. He wasn't great against Fulham. He was probably our worst player against Fulham. Um, and you start to not not question whether you'd take him out of the starting eleven because that would be a quite simply ridiculous thing to do. Um, you sort of question whether he's going to slow down and then he puts in a performance like he did on Saturday, Sunday and you go, oh, yeah, look, he's, he's, he's here again. Um, have noticed he is really big mates with Declan Rice as well, so I am going to need him co- to continue um, the same level of form on that. On that. Um, but, yeah, no, face of this football club... Um, 
I think he has the potential to be to a lot of people what Thierry was to some. Um, as someone that missed that Thierry era, I think he he could be be the player that a lot of people look at and go, you know that he was the man that properly got me off my seat or. He he's the reason I started supporting Arsenal, etc. So um, yeah, if he keeps going at the level he's going at, I cannot even dream to think of the levels he can reach. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe even made better by the fact that he's through our academy. Um, but yeah, a, a, a gem. Definitely made better by the fact that he's he's in our academy. I keep trying to think sort of what what he'd be worth. Bear in mind he's about to sign a new contract, and I just, there's not I don't know what the numbers are, but they're they're high. And I think yeah, we're obviously so lucky to get to watch it every week. But I, I feel like when with the international breaks coming up, I look I look at him. He's comfortably England's second best player for me. Um, and yeah, obviously it's well, we'd like him to to get an, a nice rest, but there's not a world in which he shouldn't be starting every single important game for England. So see see what Mister Southgate does. He likes to do some some interesting things, but um, we shall see. Um, so that's three of the, the goals discussed and the other one dad someone that um, obviously became started to become a regular thing he's actually had a, had a bit of a goal drought but Mr Xhaka got got himself um, back on the score sheet and two and two uh, with that other one in, in the Europa League which obviously <coughs> yep. didn't mean anything in the end but start, started to get himself back in the goals Yeah, um, I I always think he looks such a a better player with party in the side. Um, he gets on there. He in fairness, he scored when party wasn't on the pitch Thursday. So, but yeah, he, he he's been looking quite good again the last few weeks. Probably had a little dip for a couple of weeks, but understandable. And yep. Yeah, it's nice, nice to see him score. I don't know how many he's got in the league or overall, but he's probably. I don't ever remember him scoring many in a season for us. Previously, so all good. Probably the right move not yes, to let him go to Roma for thirty million or whatever thirteen. Sorry, they wanted to offer for him in the summer. Yeah, the, the fact we were we were close to selling him just looks more bizarre at the time. But at the time, it just it almost made sense. He was, you felt we could get a bit more from it for him, but you thinking any more, and and you would seriously consider it. I think one of one of my favourite moments from. Sunday actually was he he went down at one point had a bit of a, a tackle got got a bit of treatment from the physio and as he as he walked off he, he got a standing ovation which considering what happened one time against the, the same opponents it we've said a lot but it's such an incredible transformation and fully fully deserved from him um, yeah he's he's come on come on leaps and bounds and. Wouldn't wouldn't be without him for the, for the moment. Um, so yeah, that was that was Crystal Palace that put us gave us sort of that psychological eight point lead that sounds really nice and a lot more than than eight. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll park that aside for a sec. Um, Dad, we've now we've now tied our points tally from last year. Uh, with ten games to go, I know you you love to make the the comparisons all the time. Um, again, what whatever happens from now to the end of the season, 
what does it what does it say about about the improvement um that we've made how just how impressive is this sort of this season that we're putting together well if if you if you do basic maths and say you've still got 22% of your games um I couldn't tell you how many points we had with 10 games left last year. I probably should have looked. But the strides forward are huge. You know, the side's playing some decent football. Okay, we conceded another rubbish goal Sunday that I was disappointed with. But generally, we've looked quite good. Um, Going forward, we look very good, especially when our captain's got the ball. Um, so the, the strides forward are, are huge. I still, I, I look at, I'm, you know, Mr. Pessimistic. I look at it and go, you got 10 games. Somewhere you, you've, you know, you've got to get somewhere over 90 probably 94, 95 points. So you can't drop many. Um, but I don't know how many we were behind City last year, how many we were behind Liverpool, Chelsea, whoever it is. Well, hopefully, if things work out, you know, that the... the the change will be huge. I, I can't remember how many points we were behind City. Did they get 95? Something like that last year. So, and we got 69. So, any points you get now. And I think we have, you know, the squad looks better. It still needs, it needs some some depth in it, a little bit more depth. I mean, you look at it, you know, you've got Smith Rowe, who was admittedly injured towards the end of last season, but was probably the bright spark in last season, who hopefully next year will be injury-free. You've got Eddie's, you know, bless him, injured but you look at the front two Jesus who should come back stronger next year I mean he's a man just needs a goal to go in somewhere you know, the the team the squad looks stronger get a few a bit more in depth depth in there or, or players that will improve the starting 11 and you just again next season move forward and if you think you should be in the Champions League. My theory was being 73 points will get you in the Champions League. You've got to have players that you can take in and out of the team without impacting the team overall. So stick a decent, another decent midfielder in there. Um, a couple of those players should get better. Two or three of those players should get better. Hopefully, we'll be in an even better place. Yeah, I mean that was that was all of our target at the the start of the season uh, was that that Champions League place. Last year, seventy one points got it. Um, it could. Not sure if it will be will be higher or less. More likely, it'll be it'll be higher. But um, still, Madeline, what whatever happens, I know we we were talking earlier about the sort of disappointment of um, being knocked out of of Europe and how we might look back on that. That's still uh, priority number one. Reached. We weren't particularly fussed about how we got in the Champions League. That was always the aim. Yeah, Dad, we had 54 points with 10 games to go last year. Okay, um, so. So, 
yeah, the goal was always Champions League. I don't think I ever thought we'd be in this situation. Um, it obviously does look a bit different now because you, you your mind goes to other places and you start thinking yeah. about more than necessarily just the Champions League. Um, so, I it, to be fair, it is a bit frustrating because I've not really allowed myself to enjoy the fact that we're we're back in the Champions League because I've sort of known without it necessarily being confirmed that we're go, we we were going to make the Champions League. We've known that probably since about Christmas. Um, Bar Dad, who in a slight Brentford meltdown thought we'd struggle to get Champions League. Um, but, yeah, I, I think... So, yeah, in that sense, it is a bit of a shame that we haven't really been able to enjoy that fact and, and think about it. Um, but it's obviously, f- finally, Ch- Champions League football back. Um, this team deserves Champions League nights. They deserve that atmosphere. Uh, I do ask of Arsenal that they do get rid of the light show prior to the Champions League, though. One, because I don't even have epilepsy, and I thought I was going to have an epileptic fit on Thursday night, and I only made it to half of the light show. Um, And two, because they no longer need to put extra effort in to create a good atmosphere for a European night because people will care more about the Champions League. Um, It obviously brings benefits. It does bring some... Not not shortfalls, but there's been bonuses that have come out of the Europa League. You know, if you look, if we'd have had the Champions League the year Sakaga broke through, well, God knows what whether he would have actually properly broken through. Because um, obviously it was the Europa League where he got that chance. I know he got a few chances in the League Cup and the FA Cup as well, but it's not quite the same. Um, so... It does give you a different perspective of what you've got to do with those younger players now, um, but it's it was the goal. The goal's been achieved. The goal's been achieved in some style as well, without stress of whether we were going to fight for that fourth spot. Uh, sort of now, looking and seeing other teams' results that are in that category and. N- just enjoying the fact that they all seem to be losing rather than think, thinking, oh, that's good for us. Um, sort of weirdly finding yourself supporting Newcastle to get top four because it will stop one of the others from getting it sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, it is a big achievement. It's probably... I don't know if what Arteta's plan was to when the year he thought we were going to get Champions League was... Um, I know when he signed Willian, he told him he wanted to win the Champions League in three years, and I think it's three years next year. Is that right? Um, so, you know, maybe this is where Arteta saw it. I don't know. I think he might have been the only one that saw it that way. Um, and obviously that man on Twitter that successfully predicted all of the Champions League winners for about the last 10 years. We are next year's winner. If So if Napoli win it this year, well, I'll be booking my flights now. Um, I wouldn't bother. It's at Wembley. Wembley. Oh, I won't even have to book a flight. How convenient. I will have a dissertation due, but that doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, no, it's what we've as fans waited for for so long um the extra money the extra we've been able to attract those big players without the champions league so can't can't even begin to think who we might attract um now we now we've we're back in it um and it'll be nice i've you know the champions league it's it's different when we're not in it uh, though Wednesday night socials and Champions League do clash, so that is something I'm going to have to work through. Um, but yeah, very exciting. Become president, change social night to Thursday, that's the obvious solution. Um, 
Yeah, it is. It's certainly exciting. And the word you're looking at when it's been different without us is it's been rubbish without us. I genuinely have had no interest in it whatsoever. I was thinking I can't, cannot really remember any games at all, especially the, the finals. And I had really no interest in the last few years. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I, I love a light show. I know we don't need, necessarily need one, but they're, they're still... Good, good fun. I agree, you can overdo them, but yeah, there's nothing, nothing wrong with a, with a bit of a light show before the game, in in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the other thing is you you look at it as well, and Napoli have been been absolutely fantastic this season. They're walking away with with Syria, and you look at the the run they've got to the potential run they've got to the final. It doesn't really look too too bad for them at all. I I would be very surprised if they weren't weren't in the the final. And then it's sort of a a one game lottery. You don't know know what's going to happen. So it could could well be us next year. We'll 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 have to see. It's just just one of those things where sometimes sort of the the stars align and. You've you've got the the chance of winning it, so so who knows? Um, but yeah, Champions League football at the at the carpet is what we all wanted, and hopefully it's there. Um, Madeline, there there is going to be some next weekend, uh, next week. Sorry, do you want to do a, a quick summary of um, the ladies being absolutely mugged off by by Bayern Munich yesterday? I can't. Uh, how we haven't scored a goal last night is beyond me. Um, interesting decision from UEFA to allow the teams to pick whether they would like goal line technology or not, despite choosing to play in the men's stadiums so that they can use VAR. And I presume to have goal line technology, but apparently not. You'll be pleased to know Arsenal have chosen to use it because that is a normal thing to do. Um, and Bayern then said, oh, well, we would like Arsenal to use it in the reverse fixture. Well, right, whatever. Um, if I ignore the officiating for a minute, I thought we were actually really good. Um, they are not by any means a poor team. They've beaten Barcelona 3-1 there this season for a reason. Um, they're compact... They're consistent. Um, they're good going forward. They're good at good defense. Sort of everything you'd associate with any Bayern team. Um, but we played really well, especially if you compare that to to the Wolfsburg game from from last season. If even if you just look at the progression, um, but between the between the two games, uh, we looked much better. If we just could score a goal we'd look really good um, but by no means out of the tie giving ourselves a lot to work with um, next week at the Emirates um, hopefully it's a, a big turnout I unfortunately can't be there um, I'm gonna have to put some drinking on hold to watch it um, but yeah but actually a really impressive performance Caitlin Ford was excellent uh, could have scored twice um, the one that hit the post I really I was I really thought that was going in um, and yeah I think think we, we've given ourselves a good chance we've given them something to think about um, and I do think we can do it next week so yeah Yes or no, we're going to do it next week. Yes. Yes, love that. 2-0, I reckon. 2-0. And then it's PSG yeah. in the semi-final? If we get PSG there. PSG or Wolfsburg, yeah. That game or is Wolfsburg. on later. Um... And to be fair, this year the competition looks 
slightly more wide open than it has in recent years. Um, a few teams that I reckon could win it. Uh, so, and Barcelona yeah, and Lyon are on the same side, which helps spread it yeah, out. Yeah, well, Lyon are currently losing one to Chelsea, so um, and they are playing horrendously. Though they have just been given a golden opportunity, and they've not scored. God's sake! Yeah, we don't want them being Lyon. That's we want that reserve for for massive teams only. Um, yeah, well, I think that's that's just about gonna do it as we as we head into this international break. Um, which leads at home when we the the first week back the the first of April. Um, one of many that we we haven't got a ticket for, but for reasons I'm not gonna go into. But yeah, there you go. Um, couldn't couldn't have asked to to be in a better position. And ten games to go. It's gonna be horrible, but. We'll have to see what happens. But yeah, thank you um, both for joining me. Um, so we're back for that Leeds game. Uh, hopefully, Madeline, you'll be able to talk about how right your prediction was about the ladies as well. And hopefully we won't have any more injuries, crucially, either. Um, let's say I'm sick of people just being able to drop out of the the international break if they want but again another issue um but yeah thank you both for joining me thank you all for listening we'll be back in a couple weeks after the international break until then goodbye